0: Hello and welcome back to the FPL Roundtable, the only fantasy Premier League podcast where we guarantee that you might learn something about fantasy, probably? I'm your host Kevin DeVries, joining me as always is my good friend and partner in crime, Sir Robert of House Langevin. (laughs) Rob, this week we have a lot of news things to get to. A lot of players coming back into the fold. Uh, We'll just kind of hit them one by one, we'll lead in. Even before we hit record, you showed disdain for even having to talk about him. But Alexis is back at eleven point nine. Obviously, was one of the best fantasy options at any given point last season. Are you buying it? Do you need to see more? What's What's your deal with Alexis right now?
1: Uh, I would love to see more. And thank you for having me on the sh- on my own show, Kevin. I appreciate <laughs> You're it. You're welcome. Well, welcome back to my own my own show. Um, it always takes me the like 10 minutes to get a word in sometimes and I'm just glad that I'm finally actually able to speak no <laughs> um, but yeah Alexis Sanchez this is the kind of game where people look at it and say you know what this may be the Alexis game Arsenal's home playing a Brighton squad that could be taken advantage of by an Arsenal team that does have you know capabilities to score goals mm-hmm. Alexis at 11.9 owned in 2.4 percent of leagues I don't see the value there. I don't think that, uh, Alexis to me this year is one of those guys that, you know, it's almost like one of the, we have many mantras of this show and I think it's one of these, this is, this is very fitting. I think you want to be a week late with Alexis rather Mm -hmm. than a week early. Um, there, there's just too much money right now invested in the big five forwards. Um, you know, all of them are heavy hitters. Um, there's no, there's no right, wrong or rhyme or reason to which you know, which two or th- if you want to be ballsy and go three you want to have in your team to, to, to even consider <clears throat> having an Alexis Sanchez in there at 11.9. And, yes, we know what Alexis Sanchez can do. He's basically the the midfield version of Sergio Aguero at times. And But where is the money coming from to, you know, steal from the forwards to pay your midfielder named Paul? Hmm. Um, I just don't see it. You know, I think that you could probably get enough value – with you know, the mid eights, mid-nine midfielders that you don't have to jump up to an 11.9 to steal from your forwards that are obviously producing and producing well. I mean, look at the goal rates on all these guys. Murata, Aguero, Lukaku, uh, even Lacazette. I'll even add him to the into the fray now because he did show up last week. Um, <clears throat> I just don't see where the spacing for his bloated, yes, I said bloated, 11.9 price tag is. Is he worth 11.9? Sure. When when Alexis Sanchez is firing on all cylinders, and Arsenal has three or four matchups in a row where he is contributing, yes, Alexis Sanchez is worth every penny of 11.9. Right now, no. Just because they have one game in a row that looks, you know, amicable on their schedule, you know, I'm not even going to say that the, the next week looks they they're at they travel. It's actually in two weeks because there's a break, but they're actually at Watford the week after this, so. You know, Alexis is one of those guys that you're not going to buy into him one week and then automatically transition back off of him because he didn't perform. A, a, a move to Alexis here is a move for weeks, not a week. Mm. That's the problem. So when you're committing to Alexis, you're going – you're you're basically, you know, you're buying the cow and hopefully you're getting the milk for, for 11.9 is basically what's happening. Um, so, I mean, am I buying in now? No. I want to see more of it. I want to see more of Alexis be Alexis. Yes, he had an assist. I know you just mentioned it off air. And I was like, so what? Aaron Ramsey did as well. So let's talk about Aaron Ramsey. (laughs) Kevin, since with the international break, do you think Aaron Ramsey has any uh, fallback from Wales? I'm kidding. I don't really want to talk about Aaron Ramsey. (laughs) Not one single iota. Not one single iota.
0: was a pretty good bit, man. Um, Alexis, of course, not the only returning player. We also had Coutinho last week, scores a free kick, and gets an assist against... Um, Leicester in that win there. You also have Sadio Mane now coming back from suspension. What do you think about these Liverpool boys?
1: Uh, well, you know, people are enamored with you know Liverpool. You know, it's it's starting to be that time where people are starting to put out Halloween decorations and they like shiny and scary things. And Liverpool is that. As long as you're investing in nothing defensive from a Liverpool standpoint, you really can't go wrong. Um, the return of Coutinho is is kind of vital here because his price tag of 8.9 is cheaper than the three entry points or the two entry points in midfield for Liverpool, you know, Sadio Mane and Mohamed Salah. They're both in the nines. <clears throat> Return of Mane is, is an intriguing one because um, he has a direct, re- you know, uh, what's the word I'm looking for?
0: Correlation?
1: Blank. There it is. Direct correlation to the guy being transferred out this m- this week so, so much. And he's a forward. It's Roberto Firmino. Um, <clears throat> People are abandoning Firmino, and with with good reason. They saw what he just did in the UCL game today, and he looked abysmal. And I I can completely understand that because this is fantasy. This isn't real life. You want points, not you know attempts at points. Um, but the the telling fact here is, and I mentioned this to you earlier today, and you were like, "Wow, head blown," and you sent me like three or four emojis. I didn't know what they were. <laughs> um, uh, the stats with Firmino. And Mane in the lineup at the same time. It's been set, they played together 17 times. Firmino's point output is closer to eight with Mane in the lineup. Without Mane in the lineup, it's just a tick below three points per game in 17 games. Yeah. 17 qualifying games of 60 minutes or more. Eight points versus three points and without Mane in the lineup. That's a telling fact. I'm not saying that it's, you know, <clears throat> that Mane's going to come in, hold Firmino's hand. And you know they're going to run you know hand in arm you know playing Candyland and scoring goals for Liverpool. But the return of Mane is interesting because you know he adds another you know a price price to midfielder lower than Alexis Sanchez now. That goes into that grouping of you know David Silva, Erickson, Ali, Mkhitaryan. Mm. You know those guys between ten. I'll even throw Kevin De Bruyne in there. He's he's priced a little bit above everybody. He's at ten. But so between Kevin De Bruyne and David Silva at 10.0 and 8.3, he adds another name to that, you know, and you can add Mosala in there because we've already mentioned them. But they're they're all on the same team, so I don't think that you're buying in in bulk with the Liverpool guys. I think you're basically hmm. committing one, because I think you want you know you still want the Spurs commitment, whether it be Eriksen or Ali. You definitely want a, <clears throat> a Man United uh, midfield you know, McTarin is probably the guy, if, if, you're still, if you're still a believer in there. United just looks like they're slowing down a little bit from production-wise or at least one week proven that they are. And then you definitely want a City guy, whether it be Sané or Silva or, you know, Raheem Sterling, if you're buying that, or Kevin De Bruyne. You know, there's, there's a lot of teams that have, you know, fantasy assets that you need. And buying multiples or even taking a chance on Mati coming back and being the guy that he was the first three three weeks that we saw – you know, it, it's not like you're you're guaranteed anything. It's, it's okay, well, Liverpool does score goals. Sadio Mane is on the team that scores goals. So A plus B equals Sadio Mane scoring goals. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's going to actually be true. So we're going to have to wait and see. But <clears throat> I would, I'm would i more intrigued by what it's going to do for the people around Sadio Mane. Am I buying Sadio Mane? Probably not. If I had to buy one Liverpool player, I think it'd probably be Mo, Mo Salah right now. I think that... I'm, I'm sorry. Philippe Coutinho. I, I apologize. Completely scratched that a thing thing. I didn't mean it. I apologize <laughs> to his family. I didn't mention him in an in, incorrect yeah. But Philippe Coutinho is the, is the ad, I believe. I think that what he what he does is basically what you're seeing. You saw it today in the Champions League game. You saw it over the weekend. He's a goal scorer. He's going to put shots on goal, and he's going to have quality, and he's a goal scorer. For 8.9, you're saving a couple shillings, and he fits into that whole grouping of the midfielders that, that I just mentioned. So, Yes, Sadio Mane coming back has intrinsic value on basically everybody from Liverpool. But how much are you buying into it? We'll have to wait and see. It's almost like an elect. this is another a, a statement of, a, of waiting. It's like the waiting game with Alexis and Mane.
0: Yeah. Um, we're going to do either ors in a little bit, but I'm going to do a little sneak preview because you've mentioned all four of these players already and interested to see which pairing you'd rather have. Would you rather have Romelu Lukaku and David Silva or Alexis and Roberto Firmino knowing that Mane is back? Um, because that's like point one different price wise.
1: I think I will take the first grouping, oh, Alexis
0: and Firmino, or was that the first one? It was or not. Who was no. the first group? I I wrote it down and then reversed it. I I what was the Missy Elliott thing? <laughs> Work it, but she is it worth it? it?
1: it, it just thing down, flip it and reverse it. Exactly. And she speaks some, and then she speaks some gibberish, and and then it's backwards. Right, right, right. Yeah, it's backwards
0: and it's yelling. and boom. It's late We're, we've been drinking. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um
0: okay, two last uh, note things. One, Kane scores a hat trick today. Has obviously scored in the Premier League of late already two braces this season, so four, go- four goals total. Is he back and if so, is he worth an extra point 8 from Aguero
1: and Lukaku? Uh K- Harry Kane is back. Um it's, he's over the August blues, and now he's picking out his uh, what you know what Power Ranger he wants to be <laughs> for uh, Halloween. Uh, I always like the, the
0: White Ranger with like the tiger stuff. It was like it was ooh, like white yeah. with gold life stuff.
1: Yeah, I mean, <laughs> the, Kane is a, is a is such a usable you know force right now that I don't think you can even worry about matchups. You know, he has Huddersfield away, Bournemouth home, Liverpool home, Manchester. United. United away, those are his next four. The only one you really have to worry about there is the, the United away yeah. matchup because United is defensively you know, pretty stout. And after that, it pretty much flip-flops in usability for like one or two. And then basically he coasts until Christmas. So, I mean, if you're looking to buy into Harry Kane and you don't have Harry Kane right now, uh, you need to figure out a way to get him in there. Um, I know there's the, the options that are surrounding him. You know, Marata showing out, Aguero showing out. Um it's going to be it's it's a tough it's it's a tough time to be a, a selective uh forward FPL player right now. There's just too many options to to choose from and not enough money to go around.
0: Yeah. And literally not enough slots because everybody would probably yeah. like to have Aguero, Lukaku, Kane and Morata.
1: But you only get 3. Yeah. So it stinks.
0: I don't know why we need 5 defenders to be honest.
1: Well Well,
0: I guess, I guess in real life, you can use a five at the back. Uh, In real life, you don't really get to do four up front, but you know, them's thems is the breaks. Uh, I I agree with you that Kane is very ownable, but it's hard to label any of them as must own. Kind of as you mentioned last week, there are four or five that are all must owns, which means literally you can only own three of them. So, um, he is definitely back, and I I think he's worth the plus eight over Aguero, because as I mentioned on last week's show, and it ended up coming true, I was worried that that Jesus Aguero thing was going to start a rotation, and right now Aguero is on the right side of it, but very quickly he could end up on the wrong side of it. Um, mm-hmm. You mentioned uh, Manchester United slowing down. I, I think a lot of that was just that Southampton have a very good defense.
1: Yeah, um, yeah. I was being, I was being, I was half kidding. I wasn't being <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. Like, they're, um, they're gonna,
1: they're gonna roll some goals this week too against Palace. Just,
0: but yeah, yeah. I, I just love that Lukaku doesn't blank.
1: Yeah,
0: he's, he's just gonna get his points every week. Um, the last person I want to talk about now that we've indulged my Spurs fanaticism, uh, we can talk about Chelsea. Uh, Cesar Aspilaqueta is ridiculous right now. Four assists already this season, um, and all of them have been to Alvaro Morata. Mm -hmm. Only seven chances created, though. So this is a pretty ridiculous percentage he's on right now. As a Chelsea fan, I guess the first question is, can he keep this up? The second question is, is he the best Chelsea defender? Is he the one you should target? And the third one is, is he a must-add?
1: Well, is he a must-add? No, because there's comparable comparable defenders that are doing just just as well as him and giving you the same amount of points and returns. Not an assist, you know. Well, Mm-mm. I'm saying on points, on, oh, on yeah. points.
0: Well, because Chelsea keep so, not keeping clean sheets like a bunch yeah, of assholes. Yeah,
1: ab- absolutely. And Antonio Valencia is the only player who's above him defensively in points, and then he's followed by two more United defenders because of the clean sheets, as you just mentioned. But his his play to date is not going to slow down. If anybody looks at Aspaloqueta's, you know little player card they click on the little thing and go to history and see what he did last year he basically played max minutes because he played every game every minute of all every game so i mean he's gonna be there every game regardless unless he gets injured and then you know obviously he's he's gonna play (laughs) but uh yeah the the wide he's he's his service of the ball to morata is is spot on right now um you know Dave is doing things at 6.5. Um I think he's the Chelsea defender to own. I'm I've sailed an Alonso like 2 weeks ago because I think were he was just becoming too goal or too clean sheet oriented and Chelsea has just not been able to keep it keep it tidy. Um yeah. I mean, is he he's definitely he's, cl- he's about as close to a must own defender right now if you if you're in the market for a 6.5 defender. If that's, if that's yeah. that makes any sense.
0: Which which with the forward prices we're talking about would obviously still be difficult to do, unless you're kind of punting yeah. the rest of them, which is not something uh, we would suggest, because I think the best defensive strategy in the official game is just have as many people on decent defenses as possible, and then just kind of mm-hmm. roll for those clean sheets every week. Um Alright, we are going to quickly move into either ors. Uh, we already did a couple. We'll lead in with the topic we were just talking about. Would you rather have Azpilicueta at 6-5, or Antonio Valencia at
1: 6-6? Oof. The one thing that's that's going to be consistent is the United clean sheets are going to stay mm-hmm.
0: there.
1: As Puliquetz's assists are going to be spotty. Yeah, um, I'll take I'll take the United defender there plus plus the penny.
0: All right, Valencia at six six or Kyle Walker, whose Manchester City defense also have only conceded two goals. They're joint top both of the Manchester clubs. He's
1: at six five. Who would you rather have? It's it's still Valencia. Okay. Uh, I don't I don't see Walker's involvement in this offense. Doing anything at least Valencia um, seems like he wants to get on the end of things. Walker seems like he's Walker cannot a cross the ball.
0: That's why we let him leave.
1: Yeah, yeah, he's a, he's like in a malaise on the wing. Like he 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 knows where he wants to do it but he just can't do it. Mm-hmm. Um, Valencia, you know, he he got a goal recently, so you know it's it's that's why he's ahead in points because of because of that goal. Um, yeah, if you're looking at your fantasy team right now, you don't own a Manchester United defender. Um, you're doing it wrong. You're, you're doing you're doing things wrong, you know. It's righty, it's righty, tidy, lefty, loosey. That's how it goes.
0: <laughs> All right. Uh, in midfield, you already name drop both of these fellows as well: David Silva at 8.4 or Henrik Mkhitaryan at
1: 8.5. Mm. Uh for immediacy, I'll take David Silva.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: For you know the stretch run to maybe Boxing Day, I'll take McTarian. I think that their 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 points are probably going to be Silva's going to roller coaster a little bit more than McTaryon. He'll probably give you a games of like 11 and then 7 and then, you know, maybe he'll blank. But mctarion will have like like four games in a row where he'll have seven. So they'll probably blanket, you know, like cover each other perfectly with mm. points. Um so Silva, Silva now. Yeah, Silva now McTaryon for, for the boxing day. Yeah,
0: I I think um Pogba's injury was a blessing in disguise for Mctarion and Mata. Because mm-hmm. those are the two most creative players they have. And they've been yeah. called on to pick up the slack there. Uh, Silva, you know, is, is he 30 yet? I feel like he's 30 now. Um, could get rotated. We know Pep is uh, evil. <laughs> um, so uh, something to keep an eye on. But I, I agree with that assessment. I Until for now, I'd rather have Silva. But I think Mictarian ends up with more points come the end of the year. Um, yeah. We touched on these Liverpool guys. You said you're holding off on Mane for now. You also have Mohamed Salah. at Nine point two has obviously had a ridiculous start to the season. Would you rather have Salah
1: or Mane? M- Mane. Ah, I just love Mane's game so much. I like what he does for that team. It opens up so many avenues. Whereas mm-hmm. we know what Salah is. You know, Mane is such a talented player on the ball, off the ball. He's 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 good in space. Good away from space. He's good away from the ball. He's good with the ball. You know, Salah looks like he's you know, he's getting in there and he's fitting in with what Liverpool wants to do and do as a you know coagulated unit up front. Ah, and leads one. the league it's in tough. shots
0: on target with Lukaku.
1: Yeah, and he's getting and he's getting his and he's making his. You yep. know, so that's a, that's oof. Can I take half of one and half of the other and make like a like a six million dollar man? Salah? Yeah. Or Ooh. Mala. <laughs> Mario Sanane there it is. that sounds like a title as well <laughs> yeah. but uh, yeah, this is one of those this is one of those flip of coins, you know, read something inspirational while you're standing at the urinal and say, "Ooh, I like most a lot or ooh, I like Sadio Mane. yeah all right, uh at a lower price level, um Chris Wood has recently
0: won the Burnley job. Andre Gray finally started scoring for Burnley Wood is six six Gray is six three. If, if you were going budget third striker, which we're not saying you should, but if your your team's already set up like that, which would you rather yeah. have?
1: I mean are these the only two that I get to choose from, or mm-hmm. can I choose any striker under a
0: uh yeah, I guess just us <laughs> with that since clearly you aren't interested in either of these boys
1: yeah no i there there's probably five guys that jump out to me at the burger under- place. At Six stuff. Yeah, five guys where they have really good potatoes. And they, mm-hmm. they tell you what potatoes. Never but, get yeah. a large
0: fry. I went with <laughs> no, a friend, no. and he thought that when I used to have leftover fries and we'd share them, that I was getting a large fry. That's just a medium mm-hmm. fry, man. He got a large, mm-hmm. and it was basically a
1: whole extra bag. No, they give you an orchard of potatoes. I think that's that's how potatoes are sold. Do potatoes like grow in orchards? I don't know. I'm just making stuff up. <laughs> <laughs> I think
0: it's a farm. Yeah, underground orchards, right? Because potatoes are... Yeah. Subterranean. Yeah, they're a, are they a legume? Oh, are yeah. wait? I don't think so. I think they're just a starch. Yeah. I wait. Are I all know. of you? Man, we are so far out of our depth here. Who's a horticulturist?
1: We need a horticulturist on the line. On the stat. Stat.
0: Oh my uh, gosh. Never mind. I actually can't say that joke on there. Yeah. <laughs> but um, uh, right, oh, wait. Yeah. So who who is your six out of striker that you'd rather have over uh, Chris Wood and Andre Gray?
1: Yeah. Um, I mean, there's like five names there that jump out to you because I was actually thinking about this today. Like if you're going with two high priced options at forward, um, one of the, if you go Kane and Aguero up top, you're probably going to need a budget option somewhere. So instead of budgeting at midfield, you can budget your your third striker. So there's five guys that stick out. It's Tomar Hebed from, from Brighton, Tammy Abraham from Swansea, um, the two guys you mentioned. So it'll be six. And then I'm still loving Calvert Lewin from Everton. I still love it at five Your boy I, know the res- I I know the results just aren't there. Um but I just love what the kid does. I, I I I appreciate his game. Like like if there was a guy after the game, like I would seek out and be like, Good job. Swap shirts. It, it'd be, it'd be, yeah, yeah, be yeah, I'd I'd swap on my, my dirty t shirt for his jersey. Um but Calvert Lewin is that guy. Um to me as long as you're looking at a budget option and you're not expecting too much, because a lot of the only problem with a lot of these, third, you know, the cheap strikers is look at the teams they score for. How many mm-hmm. goals is Brighton really going to score this year? Probably not many. Yeah. How many goals is Swansea going to score this year? Probably not. They many. can't create how,
0: anything how, right now.
1: You know, how many goals is Watford really going to score? Probably the most out of you know, those three. Yeah. You know. I would say Everton is going to score more goals than all of them, but. Mm. That's that's very speculative based on what we've seen so far to date because they just don't seem like they can get a striker in-house that can actually be consistently and do minutes and do work. Yeah, and um, also,
0: yeah. their chances created surprisingly low considering they have like four attacking midfielders. Yeah, it's disgusting. They're, They're currently disgusting. 18th in chances created with Claassen, Sigurdsson, Rooney, um, mm-hmm. Tom Davis.
1: Yeah, it's it's crazy. I don't know what's wrong with it. Somebody's got to write the Everton ship. I don't know what's going on, but yeah, that's the the problem with 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 budget forwards is team expectation. A lot of those teams are going to finish in probably the bottom eight in goals for the year. Easily, they're easily going to score. Brighton, Swansea, Watford, you know, except everybody except Everton, but they'll probably be just on the cusp of that bottom eight. Mm. Um, so you're buying what you're getting. You know, you're getting a, a budget striker who. From time to time, probably every second or fifth game will score a goal, get you an assist, but they're limited by what their team is going to do. So if you're buying into a budget striker, you better have a better playable option at midfield that you either play consistently or your third striker, who is the budget guy, subs in for uh, somebody that doesn't play. That's basically Mm -hmm. what you're hoping for when you're you know you're looking for to hit a home run at a 5.0 or a 6.0 striker you basically are either rolling the dice that he's going to score on that said week which he probably won't because they're not consistently scoring enough or he's your first sub and you by luck of the draw he goes in because you know Kieran clark had uh you know had his his uh, his niece's uh <laughs>
0: That's a really fundamental <laughs> image. I really enjoyed that one. Um all right. Uh do you have any uh for me or should we get into price changes?
1: We could just go right into price changes. I mean I all could right. I could probably whip one up because I, I like you you picked out a lot of big names. I like uh like smaller names. Sorry, um, wood and gray so,
0: weren't small enough.
1: No, you know what I mean. Hate come on. <laughs> hate, you. hate 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 hate, <laughs> hate. Um, I hate. you. I hate you, I hate you, I hate you, screw you, you're cool. Yeah, so you you brought up the uh, the Man City defender before mm-hmm. with Kyle Walker. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go the opposite end here with the Benjamin Mendy news that we that we didn't actually touch because he actually yeah. is injured now was seen at the game today with uh, with a walking boot, left on crutches. Yep. Um, he's getting a second opinion from from a doctor, I believe. Um, so this is going to open up a door in in Man City here uh, for a defender. Are are we buying into John Stones, or are you going to go with somebody who's similarly priced, you know, big, go- big and goofy as well on Arsenal with Kolasinac? Ooh, Kolasinac,
0: man, he looks so good. Um, I'm going to go Kolasinac because I think it's likely that City will revert to a back four at times, mm-hmm. uh, just because how much Pep loves to juggle formations.
1: Mm-hmm. I
0: think Kolasinac. We saw what happened in the Liverpool match. That was the one time Wenger didn't play him, and I think he learned. And <laughs> was like, oh, yeah. play my best left back. Got it. Oops. Um, Oops. Admittedly, as as you mentioned, City have a much better defense right now. Um, the injury to Mendy does hurt that. Uh, it looks like it'll be Danilo that plays at left back for them for, for the time being. Uh, give me Kolasinac, uh, especially in draft leagues, because I think yeah. Kolasinac will be much more heavily involved in play um and we'll get the minutes. I think Stones, like I said, will drop out I think Kulisenak will play thirty plus matches. I think Stones mm-hmm. will play maybe twenty plus. Um there's just more opportunities it also, for points. Also,
1: yeah, it also counts when if and when and how many games he can stay healthy is when Vincent Company comes back as well. True. And yeah. I actually, I actually thought it was interesting, and I actually saw that what he did in the game today. Fabian Delph actually played a wide left back today. And he <laughs> actually held it. He actually did pretty well for himself. He wasn't like completely like a man lost or a man way out of position. And if anybody's looking for, you know, a lot of people play the OOP card, you know, out of position mm-hmm. in the FPL game. Look, look at Fabian Delph. I know he's not going to get the clean sheet points, but he's 4.5 as a midfielder for City.
0: Mm. Just but
1: saying. I mean- if you compare him to as a pun,
0: yeah, but if you compare him as to 4.5 actual because, defenders who yeah, can get but clean but I'm saying but,
1: everybody, but everybody's looking for that cheapest entry point to midfielders. I mean, mm. I still have I have Andy King at 4.4. True. Fab, Fabian Delph on a Man City team that has had 16 goals in the last three games,
0: yeah, Yikes. including him getting just a screamer last week.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely, and yeah. he was involved, and he's 4.5. i I'm just saying it's some something to look out for if you know if if the city injuries and their pieces don't line up. I, and I, I'll even be so bold as this. I, I'll say Fabian Delph plays more be- more minutes at left back than Danilo does until Boxing Day.
0: Ooh, I'm obviously taking the other side of that. It'll be another unclaimed six-pack by whoever wins.
1: Well, you owe me like 65.
0: Yep. Still got to get that but, Anfield yeah. Index beer as well. Yeah. Oh, Jesus, those guys. Jesus. <laughs> oh, well. Dying of thirst over here. It's like, a, it's like an
1: arid <laughs> desert.
0: We won't, we won't dwell on that too long. Actually, uh, let's take a break a little bit early, then we'll come back with price changes.
1: Yeah. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com slash people today.
0: Let us uh, get back into the show, get it back into Price changes, Rob, there have been some significant ups and downs thus far more potentially to come before the yeah. weekend starts. Uh, who in particular is of note?
1: Yeah so like like you just said, uh, weeks when there's mid- the the transfer market is usually late to blossom. look for like late Thursday is when you know price changes actually kick in and that's when you start seeing the actual trends of transfers. Uh, on the price-ups, they uh, had a goalie go up. Congratulations. I think it's only the third one this year. David De Gea has g- went up. Um, maybe people are buying into that United defense that has, you know, what do they let in, two goals all year? Yikes. That's not very many. Uh, on defense, both both United defenders, Phil Jones and Antonio Valencia. We, me and Kevin said it, the first podcast we did pre preempting this year, yep. United is going to have the most clean sheets this year, period. Yeah. Um, on midfield, we had Pascal Gross, Felipe uh, Tino, David Silva, Leroy Sané, and one of these things is not like the other Stephen Davis. Uh, Pascal Gross, people are still buying into that. He's cheap enough that he can get enough assists. He falls into that category we were talking about before. How much is Brighton going to score? And usually when they do score, he's probably involved in it somehow, but how much? That's the whole question. Uh, the other guys are all on basically high-powered offense because Stephen Davis is a juggernaut. Uh, Philippe Coutinho, he's basically the new shiny toy for Liverpool. He had a goal over the weekend. He had a goal uh, as we're recording this before today or yesterday, today, whatever. One of those. You know what I'm talking about. David Silva, uh, obviously he's part of the, the little engine that Man City could. And Leroy Sane is the same thing. But the only thing I'm worried about is Leroy Sane is you know, he seems like he's nodded on now. But for how long? Because Pep hates everyone's fantasy team. Uh, on the forwards that <laughs> and went he up, probably hates uh, their owners too. Yeah, them too.
0: I feel like he hates so, uh, fantasy t- owners, fantasy players. Oh, he doesn't. He hates it all together. Fantasy I, I think, characters like, like orcs and elves I, just hates them. Yeah,
1: yeah. I feel like Pep like signed on a contract to do like fantasy like endorsements, like fantasy sports endorsements, <laughs> and they completely stiffed him and didn't do it, and that's why he's getting <laughs> back at us now.
0: He was hurt but, by uh, fantasy
1: sports as a kid. Yeah, totally. They stole his ball and they told him to go home. Uh, so on the forwards, it's Tomar Hamed, uh, Alvaro Morata, Rashford, and I can't read my own. Oh, Abe, Tammy Abraham mm. has gone up as well. Uh, Morata is is the obvious one this week. Duh. I think he's he's the one that people probably jumped on early because I think they wanted to basically be part of that price change that went up. I think it went off like Monday, the day it went up. Uh, Hamed is that cheap third striker that I mentioned before, like if you want two shiny toys and 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 a Hamed with you, then he's your perfect threesome partner for the FPL striker position. Rashford's an interesting one. I don't really see the the value there. I know he's he's priced at the mid range there, but he's he's not doing enough every game to be you know part of the, the the grouping of you know. Here's a good one, Kev. We'll get back to another either or: Marcus Rashford or Jamie Vardy.
0: Vardy not even hilariously close at all.
1: Like, Exactly. That's why I'm, that's why I wanted to say that. But uh, so th- those are the price ups. Price downs are kind of slow. A lot of players uh, that you don't really want to want to own anyway. Um, Simone Minule, uh, him and Loris Carries are going for the worst collective group of goaltenders in the history of I've ever seen. Um, Liverpool defender uh, Kevin's favorite, uh, I think, what's his name? Terence Trent Darby or Terence Alexander Arnold? Oh, oh uh,
0: Trent Alexander Arnold.
1: There you go. When I come, I come. Ter- Terrence Trent Darby. That's funny. It's like a, <laughs> close. That's actually. That's a, I was only kidding, but that's actually pretty funny. And then there's a whole bunch of like medium like interest guys that basically nobody owns over three percent. And then Firmino has gone down. Um, UCL game today. If anybody watched it, yeah, it was. It wasn't good. He looked like he was running with a peg leg and and a bicycle behind him. And it, it wasn't. It wasn't pretty. He couldn't hit the boat. Couldn't hit, a, couldn't hit water if he fell out of a boat. That's a good <laughs> question. Yeah. So, um, yeah, price downs have been slow. You know, everybody, you know, if you're paying attention to price change and you, and you are one of those people who likes to see your, your team value go up, check it tonight, check it tomorrow. Um, there's going to be a lot of movement going on. Uh, it'll probably be with the Liverpool players. I think that's probably where everyone's shifting value now. Um, either that or they're shifting from one striker to the other. Um, I think I remember if I see, saw it before, um, everybody in the midfield is basically going from – uh, from someone to Coutinho or someone to Mane, right now, based on some of the percentages I've seen of transfers out, mm. um, so it's interesting to see where people are people are going.
0: Yeah, um, I, I uh, shifted out on Firmino literally Sunday because it looked like his price was going to go down that night, and then it didn't.
1: <laughs> but yeah, it's it sucks. <laughs> but uh, you know people. People gambled. People, I think people were sitting there going, Vardy or Firmino, Firmino or Vardy. I think because they both were the same price. They both had decent enough fixtures that they probably both could have scored. Vardy did score and then ruined it with a missed penalty and then a yellow card. And ugh, that that was the worst point swing ever in the history. That just ripped my. It just tore me apart.
0: Yeah, I know. And we were talking about it while it was happening. And to to see you go from elation to utter and complete sorrow was real sad.
1: But yeah, it's sad. Hang in there but Nobody likes to see me. Nobody likes to see me, sad, Man, I'm a sad. I'm sad enough as it is. Yeah. I I write country songs. That's what happens.
0: That <laughs> sounds
1: like the it sounds like the song from like the Grinch stole
0: Christmas. Uh it was uh it's from um well, Arrested Development co-opted it for every time George Michael was sad, but they mm-hmm. got it from uh Peanuts. The yeah. Charlie Brown folks.
1: That's that's where it was, and it was a cartoon.
0: Mm-hmm. Also, even though it sounds really sad, it's also the melody to the Christmas time song "Christmas Time Is Here." There you go, bringing that's a- joy and cheer. I want to say, hold up, this is this is uh, this is worth this is worth looking up live on air, uh, and by live I mean e- pre recorded. It's live for us. <laughs> we're gonna eat We're gonna Googleize it. <laughs> All right, let's let's look it up. Uh, yep. Christmas time is here. Ooh, it's families drawing near. That is not what there I would have guessed. A- Me neither. Hmm. Christmas in yeah. September, almost October. September. Literally in it the lyrics 90- it says we should see such spirit through the year. And so mm-hmm. here we are yeah. wondering whether or not. better than it. What's better than on a late day in September when it was 90 degrees today? It's right about Christmas. Which is crazy. Uh, it'll be very interesting to see if this makes it into the show. And if it did, you're welcome. And if it didn't, you're better off for it. You <laughs> didn't, you're welcome anyway. Yeah. <laughs> that, that should just be our sign-off. You're welcome. <laughs> Click. <laughs> All right, (laughs) back to the fantasy. We'll do a little bit of start-sit. You mentioned uh, just then one of the guys that I'm interested in before that weird segue. Um, And it's uh, Jamie Vardy. I know you were hurt emotionally. Hurt. And his missed penalty was obviously a shame. Big point swing, as you mentioned. But he's currently fourth in goals, but tenth in price among forwards. Four of the next five matches are against bottom ten defenses, and he has no rotation risk. Which all of wow. the other guys we've been talking about do. Um, I realized it would be nice to have three of the big guys, but mm-hmm. I already have, um, Ericsson, Silva, and Mictarian in my team. Didn't feel the need to cut any of them. None of them deserve to be cut. Um, whether or not they continue their current levels of performance, we'll see. I still have like, I think I have one, one point. Yeah, I have 1.6 in the bank. So if one of them starts faltering, I can upgrade largely from anyone to anyone. But, uh, for now, I'm, I'm pretty. Feeling pretty cozy with my team, but do think Vardy is about to go on a bit of a run. If you're wondering why his stats aren't super great, we've talked about this in the past, but, um, you have him, you have, uh, West Brom, um, you have Sigurdsson, where their play styles make their, their percentage ratios a little wonky just because of the nature of their chances. So Vardy doesn't get a lot of shots on target because he doesn't get a forward. In a traditional sustained attack, the way a lot of the other forwards do, but he breaks at pace. So he, he, uh, the quality of the chances he gets are a little bit higher, but the number of them is a little bit lower. Um, in midfield, going surprise double non chalk today, uh, Jerdon Shakiri at 5.9. He has a pretty easy run through December. He's currently top five in both chances created and shot accuracy percentage. I feel like everybody's looked at Stoke and just kind of written them off, basically, as soon as Arnautovic left. Um, People bought on to the Chupo-Moting train, which you very wisely told them not to. Um, But Shakiri himself is actually kind of doing the business right now, Um, as is another player, uh, Nathan Redmond. Southampton currently have the third most accurate passes into the final third. Just nobody's there to finish them. Charlie Austin coming back from injury. Shane Long hopefully... (laughs) We'll end up offside in some other league sometime soon. Uh, But Southampton being slept on as well. So if you're a team wearing red and white stripes, I'm kind of into you right now. Uh, Defensively, Tottenham United and Burnley, I think, are the best defensive plays this week. Who you got, Rob? Robert? Are you a mute?
1: Yes. Yep. Those are all all good picks, Kev. I like how you broadly just stroked over all the good defenses and left me all the all the goodies. Go <laughs> um guy I like on defense this week. Um, not Monreal at five dot four. Arsenal three clean sheets in a row that they take on a Brighton team. Believe it or not, he's only owned in three point nine percent of leagues. Uh and his price is pretty tidy, five dot four. He basically falls into that we're not quite united, but not quite Spurs, but not he's a little bit above like the you know, the Burnleys and so he falls in the middle there for Arsenal, and they have a, do do have a winnable match. I see them at home against uh, Brighton. Uh, through the midfield, I like how you you, you kind of preempted what I was going to say here. You you brought up Southampton here. I'm only going to preempt this with with this, and I'm not even going to follow it up with any stats or anything else like this. It feels like a Deuce on Tattage week to me. That's all I'm going to say. On <laughs> forwards, I mentioned it before. Uh, it's it, it, it. I'm all for Calvert Lewin this week. Um, I feel something good happening if he plays, but it's all a matter if he plays. They do play on Thursday, so I don't know how their rotation is going to work out, um, who plays where, what plays when, how long he plays. Um, I'm going to ride the Calvert-Lewin bus for a while, only because I, I feel that Everton need him to play. I don't see them doing anything with the forwards they have there. Um, Rooney's more of a playmaker. Sandro is not not EPL ready. Um, yeah, I, I don't know what Everton's doing up top. So mm-hmm. I, I'm I'm waiting for him to unleash the kraken known as Calvert Lewin. Uh, <laughs> run DCL. I'll go on to my sits. I tweeted out yeah.
0: Run uh, DLC, <laughs> and then Mike Gottlieb was like uh, Dominic Lewart Calvin, <laughs> and I was like, Ah, dang it! Because like literally <laughs> in my head, I was like, Yo, I could make Rob like a custom shirt for Christmas. Run DLC. It'd be awesome. And that's just not the order of his name initials. Run
1: DCL. Yeah, Run DCL sounds like uh, like a. Like a coronary disease or something. Or
0: it sounds like a warning. Like run DCL, he's yeah. gonna get you. You're like no, no. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but uh, all right. So on to my sits. Um, remember what I just said about Calver Lewin and what I was talking about before with Tomar Hamed? Mm-hmm. I kind of linked these guys together because you shouldn't really be looking at a punt a punt forward. That's what basically what I'm saying. Uh, so I put Tomar Hamed in there. He's brought in thirty five thousand time. He's on. Uh, his price is five Listen, if you're going to a strategy where you know, we mentioned bringing in Alexis Sanchez at 11.9 before. This is the kind of, These are the kind of players you need as your third striker. You need a Calvert-Lewin, you need a Chris Wood, you need a, a Tomer Hamed, and then pair him with an Aguero and Kane or a Morata and Kane, a Morata and Aguero or an Aguero and Lukaku or Aguero and the Akazette uh, or any of the ones I missed of the things. I think there's like 61 combinations there. so <laughs> Just any one of them, pick them. Um, I'm still selling Kevin De Bruyne at 10.0 in midfield. Listen, Man City has scored sixteen goals in their last three games. He only has three measly assists for ten dollars. Come on, man. Kevin De Bruyne, get out of here. Get out of uh, here. Mike, get out of here. So on defense, um, yeah, it, it, there's one game that, that makes every defender look you know look awful this week. It's the Chelsea's Man City game.
0: Mm-hmm. I think
1: they're they're both gonna score here. I don't think there's any out there either both of them don't score. Um, so basically a lot of the big ownership defenders you know the Alonzos, the Aspalotecas, the Cahills, the Otamendi's, the Stones, the uh, Eloquim Mangalas. Uh, <laughs> um, I'm doing this off the top of my head right now. Yeah. Um, so yeah, at Chelsea. Manchester oh, you're City freestyling Fenders. off the top of the dome. Yeah, freestyle. Yeah, camouflage chameleon, ninja scaling your building. Your time to grab the gun. Everybody got your wife and children. <laughs> Poo, poo, that actually, that's actually a Wu Tang song. So, there you go. Sorry.
0: I've heard they are nothing yeah, to ch- bleep with. Yeah, literally,
1: because <laughs> there's like twenty, there's like twenty five of them. Who's gonna mess with them?
0: Yeah, it's not advisable. Maybe, maybe no. the Aesop Mob. Maybe.
1: Maybe. 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 <laughs> um,
0: uh, did that wrap up your guys?
1: Yeah, I'm I'm done with that. Cool. <laughs> I'm done.
0: Coach, take me out. Um, for me, um, the forward. Cramp. I'm cramping. I'm cramping. <laughs> it's Miami. Take me out. Um, I need a banana. For me, uh, for is the one that I'm, uh, sitting slash selling slash not, I'm not about that life. Three straight blanks, 22nd in shots on target, 17th in chances created. The point of him was that he contributed in both aspects and he's not doing either. I think your money point is a very interesting one. I am perfectly willing to watch it from the sidelines um yeah mid- is believing with that stat mm-hmm. in midfield uh kind of following off of your what the heck is going on at everton uh take me off the siggy train who is still has a decent ownership still has a pretty high price only seven chances created which is 35th seven crosses which is t- or sorry seven accurate crosses which is 10th he's not doing the things that are the point of him so there's no point in owning him and defense uh, you made some very good calls. For me, it's Liverpool who have literally the worst away defense in the league with 10 conceded goals thus far. Um, Not too optimistic that it'll be better, even against a Newcastle team. Um, I have seen a weird narrative of like, they're going up against Rafa Benitez, who knows Liverpool's system, but that was a long time ago. I'm not like saying s- that Newcastle... Six years ago. <laughs> yeah, I'm not saying that Newcastle can't perform well against Liverpool. I think it's likely that they do, in fact. But I'm not sure that's why. But uh, anyway, so that wraps that up for me. Uh, as for my team move, I already said it. I switched Firmino to Vardy on Sunday. Figured it was the only move that didn't matter when I did it throughout the week because Vardy doesn't have to play any other competitions, which is mm-hmm. bellissima. Um, you make Mende. any moves yet? You have Mende. any ones that you're eyeing?
1: Yeah, I made a move because I wanted to beat the price change. I went from Otamende because I don't like the the. Chelsea move mm-hmm. or matchup to Phil Jones at 5.2. dot two. Yeah, uh, just welcome to on board. on that. Yeah, Phil Jones, welcome aboard the ugly train, <laughs> the um, stumble train when he tries to clear yeah, things sir. and he just crab walks. He looks. At, he he looks like the FPL version of, of Sylvester Stallone in Over the Top. <laughs> that was so funny. I knocked my microphone all over the place. Yeah. Well. Yeah. So that, that was my only move. Um, I'm still rolling with. Uh, I have Kieran Clark, Ben Davis, Phil Jones, Stephen Ward, Federico Fernandez in defense, Richie, Silva, Erickson, punt Andy King, Mctarian through, through the midfield. I have Vardy, Morata, Aguero up top. Uh, that mm-hmm. is my team. So, Kev, who do you think is a good captain shout this week? Besides if you own Aguero, because you always captain Aguero. <laughs> uh, I am going
0: with one Romelu Lukaku. Most goals most shots on target up against the league's worst defense
1: those are be- those are good statistics anytime those are in your favor you usually <laughs> win yep well i'm not going with either of the chelsea or uh, man city guys mm-hmm. um i don't know i'd probably right now i'd probably put it on either McTarin or erickson um as long as i get interesting news that erickson is going to play i know you said uh, off air, that it was just an illness. I think mm-hmm. you'll think he'd be good for the weekend. Yeah. And if, if if he doesn't play, everyone can call Kevin at home. I will give you their his home phone number on <laughs> Twitter. Later, you can call him and berate him with stuff. Um, yeah, I, I'm, you know, just to be different, I could throw it on Vardy and just be crazy. Yeah, not a bad shout. Also, if
0: you have Kane, I mean, Tottenham tend to struggle coming out of breaks. Tottenham tend to struggle in early matches. But if yeah. you, you know, bet against Kane in this form, it's your own peril.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like betting against Aguero, and you, you lose.
0: Yeah, when he gets on these runs, it's just ridiculous. Yeah,
1: it's, like, uh, it's like it's like like fighting Ivan Drago. That's my second Rocky <laughs> reference today.
0: If he dies, he dies.
1: If he dies, he dies. Goes <laughs> to
0: Azerbaijan. <laughs> All right, um, that will do it for us today. Rob,
1: tell the folks where they can find you. Why am I talking like this? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at fpl underscore mnop. Or you can find my writings and stylings on rasball.com.
0: Yep, I'm your other host, Kevin DeVries, at Kevroff on Twitter. I write for Goal.com. You can find all my fantasy stuff there under the Gaming tab. Uh, also, we host uh, the uh, VIP Bet DFS video show, um, which you can find on on YouTube or VIPbet.com. Uh, also, do stuff with Fantrax and Fantrax Radio, so be sure to give them a little bit of love if you don't mind, that'll do it for us this week. Best of luck to your teams at the weekend. And we'll, ooh, will we catch them the following week? Are we going to do a recap show of the game week? Because then it's the international break.
1: We we
0: might. We'll we promise to on. maybe, because we constantly actually promise and then just don't. So and we, then we promise give you to. Great th- advice. <laughs> we promise to think about it.
1: Yeah, we'll definitely think about it.
0: <laughs> Wait. All right. Take care, everybody. We'll talk to you soon.
1: Peace.